Good morning my fellow Christian brethren. My name is Michael and I will be your host for our daily devotional. A time for us to rethink, refocus and to renew. The title for today's devotional is Communing with the Living God. And the memory verse is taken from Colossians chapter 3, verse 5. And it says, Put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. For four consecutive years, 2015 to 2018, the Cleveland Cavaliers played the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals. LeBron James vs. Stephen Curry Had LeBron not left for the LA Lakers, that trend may well have continued in perpetuity. LeBron is by all accounts the best basketball player on the planet. Steph is the heir apparent. LeBron, a four-time MVP, says he could see immediately that Curry was destined for stardom. He saw in Curry a wonderful blend of finesse, skill, drive, as well as the discipline and dedication necessary for greatness. I personally have witnessed all of that and more. Having played a fair amount of golf with Steph, I have seen his progress in that arena as well. Today he is not only an NBA superstar, but arguably the best golfer in the NBA. What seems automatic in the spotlight is the result of a lifetime of discipline. Years of regiment, exercise, study, diet, practice, practice, and more practice. That means that Steph has had to abstain from all sorts of appetites in order to master the game he loves. What Curry has accomplished in the physical realm Christians are called to accomplish in the spiritual realm. Abstinence is a living discipline by which we master our appetites for food, sex, even for our favorite pastime, so that we may partake of heavenly manna. Abstinence vitalizes our vigor, amplifies our affections, and compounds our contentment. While such things as food and sex are glorious gifts from God, little compares with mastery over the appetites that seek to master us. Wishing does not win a race, nor does it produce an NBA superstar. To compete in the games takes strict training. It takes disciplining the appetites, making them your slave. It's wonderful to win an NBA championship, yet all such glory pales in comparison to experiencing communion with God. One is temporary, the apostles had a decidedly different perspective. Paul practiced abstinence because emulating Christ was the highest virtue. Thus, as Christ fasted, Paul fasted too. He lived and practiced the things his Lord had taught and practiced, so that he might be empowered by God's energies, not just his own. Many talk a good game, but what about the walk? If we are brutally honest with ourselves, more often than not we walk in the way of the world. How many of us can truly say that we have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires? Who among us can truthfully say that we are engaged in mastering those passions that for far too long have mastered us? Giving assent to the truth propositions of the historic Christian faith is vitally important. Truth matters. 
but mental assent and good intentions do not in and of themselves produce transformation. It is not just our beliefs that need changing, it's our behaviors. If our habits remain the same, our lives will as well. I can't tell you how many people have told me that they would dearly love to memorize scripture. Few however are willing to embrace the disciplines necessary to carve the scriptures into the canvas of their consciousness. Good intentions are many, but disciplines few. Steph Curry did not become the NBA's baby-faced assassin by accident. He yielded his members wholeheartedly to the rigors of the gym. We must do so as well. We all have weaknesses that are essential to master. NBA great Dwight Howard is a case in point. He can dunk a basketball with the best of them. Free throws are another matter. One of the reasons the Rockets lost to Curry and the Golden State Warriors during the 2015 NBA Western Conference Finals was Howard's inefficiency at the free throw line. The point is that Howard would be well served to discipline his weakness, even more than practicing his strengths. Moreover, we must practice abstinence for the right reasons. We must not seek abstention from food and water in order to curry God's favor. We abstain from food and water in order to experience union with God. I fear that a primary reason there is so little emphasis on fasting in the modern church is that it is perceived to be a warped monastic practice by which medieval Christians sought to attain righteousness apart from faith. One need only think back to Luther, who prior to the Reformation quite nearly killed himself in order to gain right standing before God. Afterward, he ruefully noted that extreme abstinence had quite likely done permanent damage to his digestive system. The fact that the just shall live by faith, however, is hardly an excuse to give up on abstinence. No need to throw out the baby with the bathwater, nor pour dirty water on the baby. Defect is no reason to disdain discipline, neither should orthopraxy be sacrificed on the altar of orthodoxy. Doctrinal correctness is not a replacement for correct discipline, as though what we do and what we think have no bearing upon one another. While abstinence for the sake of abstinence is most surely sin, abstinence for the sake of spiritual attainment is a divine imperative. To abstain from physical pleasures for a season serves to intensify the greatest pleasure of all, that of communing with the living God. Thank you for listening to our daily devotional program. If you like what you have listened, please consider subscribing to our channel so that you will get daily notification. For more Christian references, please visit our website, www.beyondmycross.com. Have a great day and God bless you.